All right. Woo. Oh, man. Hey, greetings, salutations. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. And listen, we're going to get it going. I'm enjoying a fresh cup of coffee from Custom Cup. That's right. I'm having their coffee from the region of Antigua. <laughs> hope I said that right. The tasting notes. Um, I'm tasting a little bit of chocolate. A little bit of um, like some spices. It's very very um, aromatic. A little floral. I kind of taste some apples somewhere in there. In the city of Antigua, there are 43 churches. So they call this coffee Iglesias. Antigua Iglesias. Listen an amazing cup of coffee you need to check them out great local place here in springfield illinois custom cup coffee.com <laughs> i think that was kind of perfect next thing's next <laughs> the music you just heard on the intro is none other than my good friend my brother amazing drummer impeccable musician awesome family man Chasing Little. You need to check him out. His albums are on streaming platforms. Um, to the Max, Volumes 1 and 2. Definitely got to check him out. He's a whole vibe. Some serious vibes going on there with my brother, uh, Chasing Little. I, I sent him over a text, and I told him I was going to talk about him because uh, you know the intro was debuting on this episode. But I sent him over a text one night. I think it was actually late. Uh, and I said, man, listen, this Bad Apples podcast needs Chasing Little. And uh, he he listened. He said he sent me over something. I think it was like less than an hour. He's like, yo, I got something for you. Um, so I heard it. Of course, I said, man, got to throw this on the intro. Of course, it was a vibe. Chasing is uh, good people. We've known each other for so long. Here's what's crazy. We have known each other a while, been what I would consider good friends, but we have actually never met in person. We've done a lot of music together, done a lot of things together, but we've actually never met in person. So the day that we actually meet, it's going to be incredible. And there's something else that I got to tell you about. I got to get it going. It's Good Friday. So why not bring you a good deal? In God We Must is an apparel brand uh, with a great purpose to serve the kingdom with some fresh apparel. And I'm just going to be honest, like, a lot of Christian apparel is not that cool. In God We Must is pretty cool. Listen, I absolutely love their products. Go to their website, igwm.co. Check out their stuff. Tell them that the Bad Apples podcast sent you by using the promo code BBBADAPPLES. That's BB and then the word bad apples. There will be three Bs in there. But use that promo code, get a sweet discount, treat your Easter basket to some top-notch Christian apparel and some Christian swag. You hear me? All right. Listen, here we are uh, together again. And I say the I say listen. I think I've said listen like three times already, but I know you're listening because if you're listening, you're listening. So here we are together again. Uh, once again, the Bad Apples podcast. And I've had uh, such a good time doing this. And you know what? Whoever listens, I just hope you're blessed by it. And I hope you have fun with it. Um, people, <laughs> someone is listening. There is someone listening in like the UK. I'm like, who is listening in the UK? But anyway, um, I don't know why, but hello, here we are. Uh, you know, one thing that I 
wanted to do with this podcast was to share my heart, and I wanted to share my brokenness, and I wanted to share my failures and my losses um, in hopes of encouraging someone. Um, Do I have the answers for you? No. I don't have step-by-step guides and theological how-tos and a a 101 class about, you know, how we get through this life and how we um, manage what we manage. I don't have all that. I don't have, uh, you know, like I said, a how-to guide or or Christianing for dummies. Like we're in this, we just finished this series at church called How to Christian, and it's just been phenomenal. Um, uh, Hope Church, go to Hope Church. Um, and listen to that uh, sermon series if you want to. But anyway, um, you know, I, I can take deep studies and commentaries, and I can I can try to hit you with some knowledge. But I mean, sometimes all we need is just Jesus. You know, I don't have all these answers for you, but I do have Jesus. Because here's the thing: I don't feel like I've had answers in my life, but one thing I do know is Jesus. And listen, I love deep studies, and I love using commentaries and Bible studies and cross-referencing and all that, the Strong's Concordance and the Chronological Bible and all that stuff. I love it. But sometimes we just need a simple gospel. I spent years of my life buying all these fancy study Bibles only to realize that I just needed a simple gospel. And that gospel is good news. Listen, I'm not preaching today. It's Good Friday. I'm not trying to podcast preach to you. This isn't my pulpit. This is, uh, in my hopes, an encouragement to the Christian, to the non-Christian, to the broken, to the strong, to the weak, to the hopeful, to the hopeless, to the outcast, to the downhearted, and the downtrodden, and then the prodigals. Listen, this is for everyone. Jesus is for everyone. And I've learned something so simple yet so profound in the last two years, but more specifically in the last year, Jesus loves me. (laughs) Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. For the Bible tells me so. I think that's a song. I'm not sure. And Speaking of songs, like I know the song Reckless Love gets kind of a bad doctrinal and theological reputation. It was, and it's an older song. I know it's been out and it's been saying so many times it was surrounded by controversy when it was released. But the one thing that I've learned and experienced in my life and in my heart is Jesus will run after even the one. And the, the power of that song is that it talks about how Jesus will come after us with this love that is just, that is just so deep, so crazy. Jesus will run after even the one, the one that got away. Jesus will run after that one. And I found myself being a part of a flock for many years, but like a dumb sheep that I am, I wandered away. And I found myself away from my shepherd. But I need, to un- I need you to understand, and I need to understand this, that even though I was away from my shepherd, he was still my shepherd. Ooh, my goodness. I made so many bad decisions and hurt so many people and left a wake of destruction to, to relationships and friendships. And, and, you know, who in the world would ever want to be friends with me after, after the decisions I've made in my life and the things I've messed up in my life and this mess of a life that I've been in? And who in the world would ever trust me again? I don't blame anyone for ever running far away 
from my mess, from my radiation. Nuclear, you know, I, nuclear radiation, like left radiation in my way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame anybody. Even churches, a church didn't want me around because of the radiation. We'll not go into that. I like that. I like that, that, that we're radiation because of the radiation. Cause a lot of times we treat people that have been through things and have done things. We treat them with this almost radiation type of like, like, let's not get around them. We don't want, we don't want affected by what's going on in their lives right now. But Jesus never looked at someone and said, man, they're nuclear right now. They're re- like everything that they've done right now. I don't want a part of it. As a matter of fact, we found Jesus in the darkest of places, meaning he went after the ones that needed it the most. He went after them. And if we take a deep look into our hearts, we would all see the bad apples and the roots of issues that so many times get left unchecked. And I'm not here this time, though. Listen, I, like I'm, I, I hit record on this podcast, and I'm not here this time to, to discuss my sin and, and discuss all my mess ups and all my problems and all my past. Listen, we, like I've, I've went over that in the past episodes. I've talked about that. I've talked about my failures. I've talked about how hard my life's been. Like I, like I'm not. This is not about my past and my problems. Because one thing that I've learned, like seasons and like trees and like leaves, once a leaf falls, you can't put it back on the tree. You just have to move on to the next season. And going back to this simple truth that I have found this year, I guess what I'm trying to say is Jesus loves me and Jesus loves you. And Jesus loves us. I have found myself needing a simple gospel. And if you hear something rustling around in the background, it's my German shepherd. It's it's Apollo. He's like, he's trying to amen me, but he's looking now, he's looking at me weird. Listen, Jesus loves us. Like, I knew it. You know what I say? I knew it, but I really don't know if I knew it, knew it. But I preached it. I preached it for years, but I felt like I had never really been humbled enough to really figure out how much Jesus really loves me. Like, like I preached about him going after the the one and leaving the 99 and going after the one. I preached about uh, the prodigal son, but I never really felt like I was the lost sheep. I never really felt like I was the prodigal son. And I bring up the song Reckless Love because I think about the fact that I needed a shepherd to come running after me. And sure enough, he found me. He literally came after me. It's like, what do you mean? I mean that his grace met me where I was. His mercy came to me. His mercy was ready for me the very next day. We, we got to understand that. His mercy is new every morning. And I didn't have to work for it. I didn't have to be holy enough to receive it. All I had to do was welcome that gift. His forgiveness knows no bounds. A very good friend of mine I consider a mentor to me. I consider a pastor to me. He's 
uh, pastoring a church out in uh, San Francisco in the Tenderloin in a in, in a, a pretty rough place in San Francisco. He planted a church there. He, I consider him a very good friend of mine. Uh, he literally just uh, talked to me and told me this, men do not forgive, but God does. And he places our sin in the sea of forgetfulness. Listen, a lot of times we're talking about sin and God's saying, what sin? A lot of times we're focused on our past and God's saying, what, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. There's no shadow he won't light up and no mountain he won't climb up. <laughs> I, You know, I can't really understand the controversy that this song gets when the very thought of what grace done for us is scandalous. The son of God, the king of heaven, the prince of peace, the rose of Sharon, this beautiful and perfect savior loved a flawed people so much that he would lay down his life for us. He could have at any point looked at Pilate and called angels down and ended it all and proved himself to be the one true Messiah, but he had a mission, and that mission was love. Love. And that mission was to come running after us with a love so deep and a grace so expansive and a grace that knows no bounds. I'm sorry, but his grace knows no bounds. His grace is sufficient. His blood still covers our past, our present, and our future. There's a song that I love from Maverick City. It says, if you're looking for me, I'm under the blood. His blood will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountains and it flows from the lowest valleys. Oh, man. His blood is still the blood. It still means something. And he leaves the flock and he runs after the very one that walked away. Listen, I've been a part of the flock and I've been the lost sheep. And I'm so glad that in both of those, we have a good shepherd. No matter where you find yourself, whether you find yourself in the 99 or whether you find yourself that one that's lost and you're looking, you don't know where to go and you're, you're turning around and you're wondering, it's like, where are you? We still have a shepherd. We have a good shepherd. And I know I said I wasn't going to get preachy, and I'm not trying to, but we have to understand that this, that this on this Good Friday, we have a shepherd who is willing and ready to come running in death after us. Oh, you screwed up today? Mm, Jesus loves you. He still loves you. He is faithful. There's nothing deeper than this. But it's simple. He loves us and he will come and rescue us from our darkest places. He will meet us there. He will remain faithful. This has been a year of me finding who I truly am in God. And it's not been without hardship. It's not been without pain. It's not been without hurt. I mean, and I'm not, it's hurt that I've caused, but like I found who I truly am in God and I found that I am loved. I have found that I'm, a, I'm his child. I'm adopted into his love. Do I understand it? Absolutely not. Do I believe it? Yes. I have to because God does not lie. And through Genesis all the way to Revelation, we see the goodness of God. And I guess my heart for this podcast has been simple. 
I wanted to be open. I wanted to be transparent. I wanted to um, hit record and talk about hard things that that really no one really talked about with me. Uh, I wanted to talk about things that were kind of taboo to talk about. I wanted to talk about things that everybody kind of shied away from because that's not what you talk about. We got to be holy. We got to be righteous. We can't talk about these things. We can't talk about our issues. All of that is great. But also my heart is to share with you that we don't have to stay bad apples. The thing about it is, is I'm not celebrating the bad apples on my tree by talking about them. I'm cutting the root to my bad apples by being transparent and vulnerable and naming my shame and defining my problems and ultimately defeating what I have faced. See, this isn't a podcast about losses. It's a podcast about wins. Because while I was still a sinner, while I was still messing up, while I was making horrible decisions and facing the consequences for those decisions, Jesus still died for me. And he died for you already. It was already accomplished. It was already finished. And let me tell you something. That is a sweet, sweet victory. A victory that I did not deserve a victory that we do not deserve. But it's victory in Jesus. Listen, I don't know where you are as far as listeners. I don't know what places you're in, what your life is like. But Jesus. <laughs> But Jesus, maybe you're riding high. Listen, celebrate that. Celebrate Jesus. Maybe you're trailing low. Count it a joy because that valley will produce in you something of value. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you have some sort of root issue, small or big. No matter, still you have some root issues. Jesus. Jesus is the answer to everything. How am I where I am right now? Jesus. Listen, after this year, I almost gave up on having faith in the local church until I found Hope Church. I was literally labeled. I was placed in a program for sin to be restored, quote unquote, but then kicked out of that program for sin because of my sin. I wasn't even holy enough to be in a program for sin, okay? <laughs> and I just didn't have, I was starting to not have faith that the local church really knew what Jesus was all about until I found the community that I was in. And to be honest with you, I didn't even know if I was even saved. I was like, God, did you ever really save me? I questioned everything, but I've, I've done some major deep reflecting these past few weeks. And the one thing that I found was there was never a time I can look back. There was never a time where God wasn't with me in my darkest moments. And in my deepest hurt and despair, he ran after me. I don't know why he did it. 
I can't give you, I, I know, I, I know that he loves me. But sometimes I, I struggle like, God, why do you love me? Why? Why? He, he just loves us. I don't know why, but he did it. He did it. And it's beautiful. And it's really hard sometimes to wrap your mind around the fact that you are forgiven. You are loved. You are accepted. You are not rejected. You are not disqualified. It's amazing, amazing stuff. When we truly look at the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation and we find Jesus everywhere. He is everywhere. He is literally the answer to everything. And he is such a loving, loving, loving shepherd that runs after the lost sheep. Listen, sheep are some dumb animals. And I think that was the point of a lot of the scripture referring to sheep and we're sheep and he's the shepherd. We need a shepherd, yo. We need a shepherd because we are just sheep. And I'm going to kind of end this. I didn't want this to be too long. I know it's Good Friday and it's Easter weekend. And um, just wanted to jump on and hit record and talk to you and and just kind of share my heart with where God uh, has me and where, you know, what he's been doing in my life. And I wanted to kind of end with this scripture. It's it's become it's become my favorite chapters in all of the Bible. Um it holds three of the best parables we could read and understand. I mean, it's it's just packed full of stuff uh, in every section, um, one of which being the parable of the lost sheep. Uh, so Luke 15, uh, the tax collectors and the sinners, they're all coming near to Jesus. They're all drawing near. Uh, they're all gathering around like they do. And, uh, yep, you guessed it. Guess who was getting mad? Yep, the Pharisees, the religious dudes. <laughs> They were grumbling, and they weren't happy, and they were saying, This man receives sinners, and he eats with them. How dare you, Jesus? You know. And then Jesus, in true Jesus fashion, he says this. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost? Until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. (laughs) There are some uh, key words and phrases here I want to highlight real quick. First one being go after. Says he goes after the one that is lost. Jesus goes after the lost. The wandering sheep, the sheep that has gone astray. He goes after the one until he finds it. Do you hear that? 
He goes after the one until he finds it. Until he finds it. And when he has found it, it says, he rejoices. Hmm. Found. I love that word. You know, in the school that I work, there's a lost and found. I mean, like probably every school has a lost and found, but there's a lost and found. And sometimes when I'm in the office, I'll see kids coming down and they're kind of frantic and they're looking for their item that they've lost. Some kids, you can tell they're very concerned. They probably know that the expensive water bottle or lunchbox that they've lost is, is not going to make their parents very happy. But they come and, and they search. And when they see what they've lost, a lot of them run to it and grab it. And you can tell in that moment when they have found what they were looking for, there's relief. <laughs> if kids are that relieved over finding a lost item, imagine what it's like when the shepherd goes after something so precious that was lost and he goes after it until he finds it. And when he finds it, he rejoices because what was lost is now found. Listen, we're, uh, we're celebrating Easter. And what better picture of a shepherd going after something that was lost than Jesus going all the way to the cross, dying, rising again for our sin. Defeating death. What better way to see the shepherd running after the lost sheep than to look at Jesus going after us on the cross and not stopping until the mission was accomplished. Not stopping until we were found. Found. What a word. Found. I hope you know how much Jesus loves you. And I hope you know how much he cares for you. And I hope you know he is with us and he will go after us until he finds us. Draw near to him because he will draw near to you. I want to, from the bottom of my heart, wish you a happy Easter. And I never imagined in a million years, a year ago, that I would be where I'm at today. And it's nothing, nothing to do with anything that I have done, but everything to do with what Jesus has done inside of me. And I am so, I am so honored at the fact that he came running after me. How embarrassing. I'm blubbering. <laughs> but I'm just so overwhelmed with his love. I'm so overwhelmed with the fact that he would run after me. He would come after me. And I'm just one sheep. He's got 99. But he come after the one. Mm. Hey, this is the Bad Apples Podcast. And I need you to remember this. God is good. And you are loved.